Welcome back to Spend, Donate, Invest. This is a podcast exploring the topic of whether we can reflect our activism, our beliefs, our societal values in what we're doing with our money on a daily basis. I'm your host, I go by Gigi, that's short for Gennett Gimja, and I'm happy to be here with you today. Today, we're going to be talking about ethical banks. For in particular, I was reading a piece in Forbes Advisor that I really enjoyed reading. It was written by Aaron Hurd, and it was fact-checked by Kim Porter. The topic of switching to a more socially responsible bank has come up a few times on this podcast before. Uh, For example, in episode 31, which was called Banking Until Death Do Us Part, where you'll find suggestions on how you can slowly ease into changing banks uh, without changing all of your money over at once. In episode 30, that one was called A Better Bank for You, and you'll find an online tool that's pretty simple to use, and you can very quickly get a scorecard on your current bank. So anyway, in this Forbes advisor piece, they suggest a few different metrics to think about when you consider what it would mean for a bank to be ethical. The first metric is banking access and community development. So this one is all about getting financial services to the unbanked or the underbanked. The second criteria that this piece suggests that we consider is the environment and climate change. So this is about what the bank does with our cash. How are they making money with our money? And are they investing it in oil companies? Have they gone through any kind of a pledge or maybe a certification that they're trying to be an environmentally friendly bank? For example, through Bank Green or the 1% for the Planet Pledge for businesses that donate uh, 1% of sales to environmental nonprofits. I might even do a separate episodes on what these certifications mean, specifically Bank Green and the 1% for the Planet. If you're interested in hearing about this, just drop me a line anytime. The show's email address is spenddonateinvest at gmail.com. The third and final metric that this Forbes advisor piece suggested we consider when we're looking at what would make a bank ethical is holistic social responsibility. So this third metric is general social responsibility, which can include some of the things we've already discussed above, as well as transparency. So all in all, the contributors of this piece and Forbes Advisor are making the point that an ethical bank will be on the up and up about who they do business with, where they invest, and how they're involved in the community and what they publicly endorse as their key causes. So based on this, they've called out four banks that meet their criteria. The first bank is Aspiration Financial. Their messaging is all about their climate platform. They talk about avoiding being involved in mining for coal, drilling the Arctic, or building oil pipelines. They also do some of those things like letting customers round up purchases and donate the extra amounts to reforestation initiatives. They are a B Corp and a 1% for the planet member. The second bank that is called out in this piece uh, by Forbes Advisor is called Sunrise Bank. Sunrise Bank is really out here making big claims in Minneapolis. They're marketing themselves as, quote unquote, the world's most socially responsible bank, 
Wow. They have a mortgage program for borrowers who wouldn't qualify for a traditional mortgage. They distributed over $100 million in the PPP loans during the pandemic, and they do financial literacy programs. They are also a certified B Corp, a certified community development financial institution, CDFI, and a member of the Global Alliance for Banking on Values. The third bank that is shouted out in this piece is called Amalgamated Bank. We've talked about Amalgamated Bank before on this podcast. They were founded by labor organizers and union leaders in the 1920s, and their mission is to further economic, racial, social, and environmental justice. What I learned from this piece this time is that it was the first bank to publicly endorse a bill in Congress that calls on the federal government to form a commission to investigate paying reparations to African-Americans. It has um, received a top score in the Corporate Equality Index from the LGBTQ advocacy group, the Human Rights Campaign. And the fourth bank that is shouted out in this Forbes advisor piece is called National, sorry, <laughs> National Cooperative Bank. This bank uses its loans and investments to increase the availability of local food, expand access to health care, create affordable housing, and build renewable energy. So National Cooperative Bank says it made loans and investments in 2021, totaling $456 million that benefited low and moderate income communities. I'll include the link to the Forbes piece about these banks and a link to the prior episode 31, which had that short and concise explanation on how to really quickly check to see if your current bank is aligning with your values I'm going to stop here for today. If you have a topic that you'd like to hear covered on the show, drop me a line anytime. The show's email address is spenddonateinvest at gmail.com. Most episode topics come from listeners like yourself, so don't hesitate if there's something you've been wondering about. If you're new to the show, there are a lot of episodes, almost 100, that you can check out on the show's website located at spenddonateinvest.world. So instead of .com, it's .world, .world. If you want to join the monthly-ish newsletter, you can do that on the website or by sending an email. The biggest thing you can do to support the show is to send this episode or another episode to someone who you think might enjoy it. That is how podcasts grow. That's all for today. Let's talk again soon.